Welcome, listeners. It's time for another dose of the red pill. Now we're going to start. We're going to take a look at ZeroHedge.com. There's an article, Questions Emerge Over Florida Shooters' Full Metal Garb, by Tyler Durden. Posted Monday, 226, 1655. That's military time! Just as we saw with the massacre in Las Vegas, a number of questions and inconsistencies have arisen following the Parkland High School shooting. As IntelliHub's Shepard Ambellis reports, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School teacher Stacy LaPelle was grazed by a hot bullet which left the chamber of the shooter's gun as she closed the door to her classroom after letting a number of students file into what would presumably be safety. However, nothing could have prepared the teacher for what she was to witness next. Hmm. So, in other words, the teacher ended up rearing her little sheep. The shepherd led the sheep into an enclosed area to be slaughtered. Quote, I suddenly saw the shooter about 20 feet in front of me standing at the end of the hallway. Oh, he just suddenly appeared! At the end of the hallway, actively shooting down the hallway. Just a barrage. Now, actively shooting down the hallway. Does that not sound like, like language that has been written for you? Who speaks as thus? Just a barrage of bullets, and I'm staring at him, thinking, why are the police here? Is uh, This is strange, because he's in full metal garb, helmet, face mask, bulletproof armor, shooting this rifle that I've never seen before. Lapel told Good Morning America last Wednesday. The brave teacher said she told fellow Stoneman Douglas high school teacher Scott Beagle, or Bagel, or Beagle. I don't like it either way. 35, to get back in his room just before the shooter fired a number of rounds into his room, killing him and other students. Lapel said the shooter fired four to five rounds into her classroom, which shattered the classroom door window before the heavily cladded assassin continued his diabolic shooting spree down the hallway. Oh, such language. Ooh, the bullets shattered the classroom door window, did they? Oh, no. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, they are as powerful as a small rock wielded by a child. I never really knew when he left because we all thought he was still there, still here, she said. Two of Lapel's students were fatally wounded in the attack. R.I.P. Police maintain the suspect. Nicolas Cruz arrived via an Uber ride at 2.19 p.m. Typical goddamn technology nerds and that f- Excuse me. And the, and the Ubers and the lifts. Oh, look at me. I'm gonna take a car with my phone. Well, this is what happens. Initiated his attack within one minute. Let me say that again. Police maintain the suspect Nicholas Cruz arrived via an Uber ride at 2.19 p.m. And initiated his attack within one minute. If true, that would mean that Cruz would have had to suit up into full body armor, put on a full helmet and the whole nine yards, and all the while assembling an AR-15 rifle, which was purportedly packed into a duffel bag with a number of fully loaded magazines. And I'm not talking about time and people. An affidavit filed by the Broward County Sheriff states, quote, Cruz stated he was the gunman who entered the school campus armed with an AR-15 and began shooting students that he saw in the hallways and on the school grounds. 
Crew stated that he brought additional loaded magazines to the school campus and kept them hidden in the backpack until he got on campus to begin his assault. An NBC News report gives the official timeline of events. Within barely two minutes of being dropped off, Cruz started firing into four classrooms in Building 12, returning to two of them to shoot again. Cruz then went upstairs to the second floor where he shot one of his victims before proceeding to the third floor where he ditched his rifle and backpack. Oh, he just ditched it, did he? He then ran down the stairs and outside where he blended in with hundreds of terrified students, many of them his former classmates and eluded officers as they left campus. Okay, I see what's going on. It's kind of clever. It's not bad. I'm just saying. Amid the chaos he'd left behind at the school, Cruz made his way to a Walmart store. Good! One thing he did right that day. You know why? Because the market drives the prices down. He went to Walmart, bought a drink at its Subway restaurant, and walked away again. Well, he's just like any normal American kid. Although, I must point out, Cruz is spelled C-R-U-Z. Now, that doesn't sound very American to me. My guess is before I came over, it was something like Cruzanowitz or Cruzlibowitz or Cruzenstein. You know what I'm getting at, listeners, and I know you're right there with me. He is Mexican. Such a scenario seems not only entirely unlikely, but almost impossible. He's referring to the the thing from before, not what I was saying. How does the purported shooter exit his Uber ride, put on full body armor, helmet, assemble his rifle, load it, and start firing at targets within two minutes? Well, I can hear you snowflakes out there saying, Ooh, what about Occam's razor? Now... Is there something not entirely explained going on? Sure, but what's more likely? That the timeline is slightly off and or he did it really fast or he was partially in garb in the car, some combination of the three, uh, or, you know, or that there is a massive nationwide conspiracy. Well, you know what I say? I say stop politicizing it for one goddamn minute. Children are dead. Well, that interview raises a few questions. It's not unusual for witness recollections to be widely different from one another. However, as the Chicago Tribune reported, one of the students was wearing a bulletproof vest given to him by his policeman father. Now that right there is the smoking gun. And by smoking gun, I mean the opposite of a smoking gun, because it is something specifically designed to save you from a smoking gun. In the classroom where Mackenzie Hill had been hiding, police broke through the door. As the officers were guiding students out, they noticed something odd. One of the students had put on a bulletproof vest. The student said he'd been given the vest by his father, a police officer. Even in the safest city in Florida, he'd brought it to school with him, just in case. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, just shovel it into me. I'm going to buy it all because I'm so stupid. Oh, yes, that's very, very likely. Sure. By the way, I believe everyone should have a gun at all times. 
Finally, as one commentator notes, one of the pictures from the Sun article shows the alleged shooter holding a gun. Looks like it has an orange tip. Let's take a look at this picture. Now you can clearly see. He is holding a toy goddamn gun. Now, I can hear the snowflakes popping up again. Ooh, they're like little prairie dogs poking their heads out. Oh, hey, hey, excuse me. Um, um, yeah, let me, let me tweet at you, uh, this asinine response. Well, maybe that picture isn't from that day. In fact, there is evidence he had for a long time been posting pictures of him with all sorts of paraphernalia and that doesn't actually say anything about the weapons he had that day. In fact, we all know he uh, had an AR-15, whereas this is just a handgun. So this is entirely irrelevant. God damn it, can you stop politicizing? Certainly plenty of questions remain unanswered. As IntelliHub's Shepard Ambeas concludes... Prosecutors have already offered Cruz a deal to spare his life in exchange for his plead of guilt. However, if school cameras, video footage, and other hard evidence reveals that Cruz was, in fact, the shooter, why would there be a need for Cruz to plead guilty? Wouldn't the case be cut and dry? You're goddamn right. Every murder case I have ever heard of, the... The prosecution is eager to extend the trial as long as possible and go for the chance of getting a not guilty. They never just plea bargain with you. I have never heard of such a thing. Now, when might they do something like that? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps one is collusion. Now, one more thing. Why would he confess to this? What is his motivation? Well, we already covered his goddamn name as Cruiserwitz, practically. Cruiserwitz Los Amigos Santana. His family was most likely going to be deported. Now, this is just coming through the underground. I have not received confirmation yet, but allegedly the exact order of events was he was approached by a liberal cabal led by Hillary Rodham Clinton, okay, and a slew of Trump-hating FBI men, and they said they was going to report deport his family unless he took the fall for this, and he wouldn't have to die, he just has to confess. Mm, all starting to add up now, isn't it? And why did he do it? Well, everyone knows Mexicans have great family values. Why do you think you always see them laughing and playing in the park? All right, now, our second feature today comes to us from InvoWars.com, courtesy of Brad Bart. Posted Feb 27, 2018. Headline, Migrant Ikea Murderer Explains Away Murder Motive Claiming Shit Happens. And I apologize sincerely to my listeners for that grotesque language. Anyway, let's get down to the murder. 
When asked about the murder and how he thinks of it today, the failed asylum seeker said, Shit happens. I understand that it's not a good thing, but I want to forget this. You want to forget it. <laughs> well, good luck with that one. Eritrean failed asylum seeker turned murderer Abraham Ukbagabler Ukbagabir. You know, sometimes I think they make up these names just to torture me. They know they're going to kill someone, and someday they're going to have to read it. So this failed asylum seeker turned murderer claimed in an interview that he wants to forget his killing of a 55-year-old woman cut down in her prime. More or less. And her 28-year-old son cut down his prime in an Ikea in 2015 and said, Shit happens. Okay, I mean, the article is a bit redundant. That is the third time I've said that so far, but one moment. The 37-year-old... And let me remind you, he is a migrant. The 37-year-old who was convicted of murdering a woman and her son in an Ikea in the city of Vashtaras opened up about his past in Eritrea and brushed off the murder in a new interview with Swedish newspaper Expressen. On the day of the murder, August 10th, 2015, Ukbagabir described not feeling well and told of how he had previously rejected he had been previously rejected for asylum seven different times in three separate countries. Well this is what happens We just let them keep coming on in doing whatever they want they get caught what do we do? We just send them back and they try again whether it's here or another country that is just it looks like this actually happened in Sweden. That makes more sense. Okay. So this was in Sweden. <laughs> well, typical. This goddamn liberal is always talking about, oh, Sweden this and Sweden that. Everything's great over there. Well, we got this. This is what you get with socialism. This is what socialism gets you. It gets you killed. And it gets your son killed. And it gets your 55-year-old mother in the, her prime killed. Depending on which of the people you are. God, I'm getting riled up. He claimed that if his application were rejected, he would go to Malta. But noted he did not have the cash available at the time. When asked about the murder and how he thinks of it today, the failed asylum seeker said, Shit happens. Okay. Alright. Now... God bless Bratbart. You know I love Bratbart. And I think it is one of the finest publications since Thomas Jefferson signed the Declaration of Independence. But it's getting a bit repetitive. So bear with me. I understand that it's not a good thing, but I want to forget this. God damn. Makes me sick. Now, I can hear you out there. I can hear the snowflakes, here they come, falling from the sky, the pretty little snowflakes. Now, ooh, why do you have to put in the headline, Migrant Ikea Murderer? Now, to be fair, wouldn't you have to then go through every murder headline and specify 
migrant or non-migrant, and wouldn't the overwhelming majority be non-migrant? Well, you know what you can do with that? You can take that sentence and stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, stick it up your boom boom boom. That's right. That's Limp Biscuit. Back when rock stars had some class and some style. And that's all I got to say about that. Red pill out!